0: This Day in History Class is a production of
1: iHeartRadio.
2: Hello and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that raises the curtain on everyday history and lets it take a bow. I'm Gabe Lusier and today we're looking at how a humble who done it made theatrical history by becoming the world's longest running play. The day was November 25th, 1952. The Mousetrap, a murder mystery play by Agatha Christie, made its London debut at the Ambassador's Theatre. The show was such a crowd-pleaser that it stuck around for the next six years, making it the longest-running show in the history of British theatre. But The Mousetrap's success didn't stop there, and neither did its ongoing performances. In the 1970s, it became the longest-running play in the world, and some five decades later, that record still stands. The play began as a radio drama loosely based on the real-life murder of a teenage boy named Dennis O'Neill. In 1945, O'Neill was killed by his foster father, who had been starving and abusing the boy for months at their isolated farmhouse in Shropshire. Two years later, Agatha Christie recalled the sad story when she was asked to contribute to an evening of BBC radio programs celebrating Queen Mary's 80th birthday. Christie's contribution was a 30-minute radio drama called Three Blind Mice. Christie later reworked the material, expanding it first into a short story and then into a full-length stage play. Along the way, the title was changed to The Mousetrap to avoid confusion with a different play, called Three Blind Mice, that had already been produced in London's West End. The new title was suggested by Christie's son-in-law, and is itself a reference to the play within a play that appears in William Shakespeare's Hamlet. When Hamlet's traitorous uncle-turned-king asks his nephew the name of the play they're watching, Hamlet says it's called The Mousetrap. That's not actually the right title, but Hamlet believes the play's the thing that will catch the guilty conscience of the king, so in a way, it is a mousetrap. As for the story of Agatha Christie's mousetrap, it takes place in the Great Hall of Monkswell Manor, a recently converted guest house run by a young couple. In short order, the hosts and their guests are trapped in the house by a snowstorm, and they quickly learn through radio reports that a murderer is on the loose in the area. Soon after, a detective arrives, on skis, and tells the group that, based on the timeline and geography of the crime, the murderer, and likely their next victim, are probably members of the Monkswell party. From there, a stream of clues, reveals, and misdirects sow distrust and panic among the now-potential suspects. The tension rises along with the snow and the body count until the play finally reaches its famous twist ending, which, don't worry, I, I won't spoil it here. The request for discretion is actually one of the play's long-standing traditions. During the curtain call of each performance, the person who has just been revealed as the murderer steps forward and tells the audience, quote, Now that you have seen the mouse trap." You are our partners in crime, and we ask you to preserve the tradition by keeping the secret of who done it locked in your hearts. Agatha Christie also did her part to help preserve the surprise. She asked that the short story version not be published while the play was still running in the West End of London. As a result, the short story has still never been published within the United Kingdom, though it did appear in the United States in the 1950 collection Three Blind Mice and Other Stories. Unlike many other popular stage plays, The Mousetrap doesn't rely on the star power of its cast to fill seats. Instead, the main appeal comes from the author and from the play's own notoriety. To date, more than 400 performers have taken on the roles of the play's eight characters. There have been a few standouts, like Richard Attenborough and his real-life wife, Sheila Sim, who both starred in the show during its premiere run. There's also David Raven, who set a record by playing the role of Major Metcalf for a staggering 4,575 performances, winning him the Guinness World Record for World's Most Durable Actor. Another record holder is Nancy Seabrook, the world's most patient understudy, who almost played the role of Mrs. Boyle for 15 years. The other claim to fame concerning the show's cast belongs to the late Derek Guiler. His voice was heard on opening night, reading the radio news bulletin in the play, and all these years later, a recording of his voice still fills that role making him the only original cast member still involved with the production. Despite the show's incredible longevity, it's actually not considered Christie's best work, or even her best play. On opening night, one critic called it, quote, the cleverest murder mystery ever written for the British theater. But that view has soured over the years, with one well-known stage director later declaring that, quote, the mousetrap should be abolished by an act of parliament. One common criticism is that the play strains believability by piling too many plausible killers into one small group. Another is that there just isn't enough action to keep things interesting for the full runtime. So how, or why, did the mousetrap go on to become the longest continuously running play in history? Well, Agatha Christie had her own thoughts on the show's enduring popularity. She explained, quote, It is the sort of play you can take anyone to. It is not really frightening. It is not really horrible. It is not really a farce, but it has a little bit of all these things. And perhaps that satisfies a lot of different people. A lot of different people is putting it lightly. Well over 10 million people have attended one of the play's nearly 30,000 performances. The first 9,000 or so performances were at the Ambassador's Theater. Then, in 1974, the show moved to its current home at West End's St. Martin's Theater. The show went on its first-ever hiatus in March of 2020, when it was forced to close due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thankfully, the production has resumed performances at St. Martin's beginning on May 17th, 2021. Tickets are currently on sale if you'd like to see the show for yourself. It might not be the best live theater you ever see, but at this point, it's a London institution and a rite of passage for visitors and locals alike. Just make sure that once you're in on the secret, you keep it to yourself. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or drop us a line at ThisDay at iHeartMedia.com.